So life is filled with lessons. And one of the things that I enjoy most about life is, you know, you just, as you live it, you like learn things. I don't know. I can stare at a tree and and, and get a lesson from life. Uh, but, you know, things just happen and, and, and there's a lot of things you can learn from life. So uh, for today's podcast, uh, I, I want to uh, do a podcast that's basically lessons from a morning drive. And uh, I'm going to explain that a little bit more because uh, something happened this morning I'm not necessarily proud of. Um, I'm not ashamed of, really, but I'm not proud of it. But um, when it happened, I thought, you know what, there's some there's some lessons in this. So I was headed out to uh, physical therapy this morning as I continue to uh, do my rehab from uh, having surgery, I guess, six weeks ago now. And, uh, and I pull out of the church parking lot, and as I do... Um, I'm, I'm on the road and, and I notice in front of me, um, a car pulls out and then I guess a second car can't really remember how it all went down, but the car that was in front, I mean, he's going like half the speed limit. I don't know what the speed limit is on that road. Um, but let's just say it's 40. I think it's 40. So the, this car that's in front's going like 20 miles an hour. I mean, obnoxiously slow. Um, and you could tell that the car behind the person didn't know what to do. I mean, they're driving incredibly slow, and you know, do you just keep driving like the, the like this is some guy with a tractor going down the road, <coughs> and you just have to sit there and buy your time? Or, or so, anyways. Long story short, the, the guy goes and, and and passes this guy that's going obnoxiously slow behind him. So as he does that, um, I, I'm close enough that I can hear that uh, the person that's being passed, the person that's going 20 miles an hour on a 40 mile an hour road. He's offended by the fact that this guy's going around him and he honks at the guy for doing it. And I'm just, I'm chuckling a bit because it's like for someone that's poking, he's got a little road rage that the guy's going around him. And why should he care anyways? It's not like he's running him off the road or cutting him off or whatever. But now I'm approaching this slow poke. And I'm having a little like anxiety over it because I'm like, I don't want to get honked at either. But then as I get behind him uh the road kind of split splits up into more lanes there's actually a roundabout that that comes up and from that roundabout the, the one lane that that you're driving on turns into two that goes around the whole roundabout and then on the other side of the roundabout it it turns into uh, basically a four lane divided road anyway so um what i'm saying is as i approached him uh, there was an extra lane and and part of me's like still a little nervous to like Pass this guy in my lane because I I just have this feeling he's going to uh, uh, honk at me and not that that should really bother me but I know myself and and I know it's gonna bother me if he does it so um, so anyways uh, I, I'm waiting for him it's like he's not even choosing his lane and finally he chooses his lane and uh, I choose the one next to him and don't you know that like I'm like right next to him in my lane. He's in his lane, and he honks his horn at me. Well, I was going faster than him because he's going half the speed limit. So by the time I got honked at and realized and processed uh, I was honked at, um, I'm like, I'm a little ticked off. I I didn't see him as I passed him because I was in a roundabout, and, you know, they're a little tricky, and I didn't want to look over to see who this slowpoke was. and, uh, and, and, And so... I've come out of the roundabout. I've realized I've just been violated by this individual who 
doesn't like to drive the speed limit. He's honked at me. I've done nothing wrong. It, and if you don't know this about me, I, I do know this about myself. I, I do have a little bit of an over uh, overdeveloped sense of justice. Um, I, I, I'm not prone to anger. Um, I, I'm pretty uh, pretty laid back. Um, certainly when it comes to driving, I don't have road rage. Uh, I know I stink as a driver. I, I know like I'm sure I've missed stop signs. Um, I'm sure I've been like daydreaming and not even you know missed a stoplight. Yeah, whatever. I don't claim to be perfect driving, um, so I don't expect perfection around me. But I do expect respect. And uh, in, 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 in when someone is being unjust, uh, that triggers me. Long story short, this, this guy honks at me and, um, and it, it sets me off. So I slow up and I roll down my window and I look over and it's, uh, it's this, um, oh, you know what? I'm not even gonna describe the kind of guy that it is because no matter however I describe this person, uh, it will just offend people. And you're not, you're not allowed to describe it. If I was to say he was an older guy, I mean, first of all, well, what do you mean by older? And wait, a guy, and should it matter if it's a guy? So I, I'm not gonna describe him as, as his age. I'm not gonna describe him by his race. I'm not gonna describe him by his gender. There was a human being that was driving in the car next to me. Um, and, uh, and so I rolled on my window and, uh, and I'm hanging out the window and I, I give them the fingers. Now, now listen, I didn't say I gave them the finger. I don't give people the finger. Um, but I gave them the fingers, plural. I held out two fingers and I'm, I'm hanging out the window. <laughs> my, my, my fingers, plural, are hanging out the window and I'm yelling at them, there's two lanes, there's two lanes. What is the matter, matter with you? I'm probably calling him maybe a moron and an idiot and whatever. And, and he's just looking at me and I'm just like, what is your deal, dude? Do you not even know how to drive? You're honking at me because first of all, you're going half the speed limit and I'm in my lane going the speed limit and I'm like somehow doing something wrong. I, I would, it, it, it annoyed me. It frustrated me. And, you know, as it's going down and, and stuff like that, I'm, I'm like, you know what? This is just whatever. Like, chill out, Greg. And, and I learned a few lessons. And for the next five minutes that it took me from dri driving from when that happened to um, uh, my physical therapy appointment, I just made a few voice notes and, uh, and decided, you know what? I'm going to do a podcast on lessons learned from a morning drive. And I'm happy to say that um, it's about... It's about five hours after it happened, so you know I, I've cooled down a bit, uh, been able to uh, process through this, and I want to share with you just a few lessons from my morning drive. All right, the first is this: um, just because you want to pretend that there's one lane does not mean that I'm going to pretend that there's one lane on the road when there's two. And, and what I mean by that is, like, I did have a sense of anxiety over the fact that I knew I was going to get honked at by this guy who didn't know how to drive. And, and I almost like stayed back. I'm almost like, you know what? If he wants to pretend there's one lane, I guess I can pretend there's one lane. I'm like, there's not, I'm not going to pretend there's one lane. Just because you don't realize that there's two lanes, just because 
you are um, a little judgment impaired. Really want to say more on an idiot, but that that's not nice. So I'm not gonna say that. You know, I'm just not gonna enter into your world. But I, here, here's the deal: is like th- th- that is symbolic of the world in which we live today. Is that there are a lot of people in the world today that see the world through an incorrect lens. And they want and expect the rest of us to follow along and to go along with it. And, and, and we do. There's a lot of us who just kind of keep our mouth shut and our mouth shut, our mouth shut. Why, and why do we keep our mouth shut? I, I don't know because we don't want to get honked at. We don't want to get yelled at. We don't want there to be uh, drama. We don't want there to be dysfunction. So we just sit there and allow uh, the, the people of this world to be moronic. And we sit back and we just don't say a word. We just pretend like that's how it really is. When in our mind, we know that's just not how it is. And, and I'm just here to tell you, like, it's a reoccurring theme of mine and a lot of these podcasts and a lot of my sermons. Listen, it's, it's up to us to stand up and talk about what truth is and what reality is. And if people want to live in a false reality, good for them. But I'm not going to go along with it. I was just talking with someone, and I've heard this from a couple people, that the Buffalo Bills, my hometown, um, and the Buffalo Sabres are going to um, uh, be requiring people to show proof of vaccine, in fact, their vaccine, in order to um, uh, attend games. Listen, I just read today, there's a study in, I think it was Spain, uh, 1,500 concert goers for an outdoor concert. Uh, they wanted to um, uh, to test what was the spread of uh, COVID from being in an outdoor event. And they found that actually the people that attended the event um, had uh, less. I think there's from after the event, like nine people came down with COVID in the next week. Seven of them were confirmed that it had nothing to do with the event. So potentially two had caught it at the event. So it, it, that, that, that transmission was actually lower at that event than what you would normally expect in any event. Um, and so w- what they're finding, and, and this has been reduplicated, um, I feel like France had a study on it, um, and you're just hearing more and more where uh, they're saying, why are you requiring mass outdoors? Because you cannot catch COVID from an outdoor event. And so you don't even need to wear masks in events like that because of the air movement and and the way the virus works. It doesn't really uh, uh, do well outside in in the natural environment and so forth. Uh, And so here we have the the wonderful NFL, the Buffalo Bills, the the, you know, the Buffalo Sabres, that's indoor. That's a whole nother discussion. But in, in, in an event like that, it, it, it's very debatable as well. But especially for the Buffalo Bills, an outdoor event, in your version of reality, that's somehow keeping people safe that you have to show that they've had the vaccine. Well, that that is like driving and, and saying there's one lane on this road when there's two. It is a false reality. And forget it. Forget it. Forget you. I could say things a whole lot worse than that. But I'm not going to enter into your version of reality because that's how you want to define reality. It's not true. It's not real. It's not scientific. And I am not going to humor you and pretend that that's the way that it is. You know what? The NFL, just in NBA and all of these uh, the, the these sports, professional sports groups in, in sports leagues. You know what? 
their attendance stinks. Um, the NBA Finals was horrible this past past uh, season. Um, NFL's attendance was down, I, I think, 15 to 20 percent. And and what they won't say is it's because you know what they're they're pushing this narrative that uh, America is woke. America, you know, is 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 is. is is this way and it's that way and people don't want to hear it we just want to watch sports we just want to watch football we just want to watch baseball we don't want you uh, major league baseball pretending like georgia did something that they did with their voting laws to suppress minority voting that's not what they did that's not reality that's what the politicians want to say to to stoke america up and into and, and, and to fan the flames of racism but it's not true and it's not reality and just because CNN wants to, every time a white officer does something uh, to someone that's a minority, um, uh, fan those flames and publicize it like it's going on in everyone's neighborhood and everyone's town, it's not reality. They're not going to point out when a minority police officer does it to a white person. It, that, that's just not their narrative. They're not going to talk about every time someone that's black kills another black person, like the, the three-year-old kid that was killed in the drive through by uh, another African-American. They're not going to talk about that. Even though that that's going on all the time, all the time, all the time, they're going to just keep bringing it up. It's not that there's not racism in this country. No one's saying that there's not some level of it. There is, and it needs to be talked about. But what we're not talking about is there's a, you know, uh, just a, a tremendous amount of, uh, within the African-American community, uh, African-Americans killing each other. And we're not talking about that, even though in terms of a societal problem, that is like way more, way more than some of this other stuff that gets that gets the media attention and fans the flames. Listen, you might want to live in this reality like that's what's going on in, in every community, but I'm not going to. There, there's a, a white female officer that said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to stun you with my stun gun and, and ends up grabbing the other gun and shoots and kills someone. You know what, I'm not going to enter into that reality that the first thing on that list is that that was racist. No, the first thing on that list is that cop made a mistake. The second thing on that list may be that that cop wasn't well trained. Uh, the, 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 the third thing on that list is 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 that that um, in addition to being well-trained, maybe that cop wasn't real competent. In other words, there's several layers of reality that might be above. There may be a layer somewhere on there that that person sees that person because of their skin color uh, a different way than someone else. But you know what? That, that's after like seven other layers of incompetence and other things going on. But we're going to go right to that. That's like a, when someone dies of a cause of death. I mean, there is that which killed them. Uh, for instance, gunshot wound to the head kills someone. Okay, great. We understand that kills them. Oh, but we also found stage one cancer. We also found that they had a fatty liver. In other words, it's going to list all these other things that are going on, but that's below the level of, 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 of what actually killed the person. Well, we do that in society all the time. It's not that there's not other undercurrents and things that are going on, but is that is that the truth? Is that the reality? Is that the number one thing that's going on? And, and it's not a lot of times. And when it's not... We can sit back and just say, pretend it's a one-lane road. We can sit back and just say, you know what? We're not going to say anything about it. We're going to pretend, we're going to keep our mouths shut because we don't want the drama. We don't want people to call us this. We don't want people to call us that. But listen, when we won't speak up for what reality and truth is, we just distort reality and truth. And as Bonhoeffer said, to, to say nothing in the face of evil is evil itself. To say nothing in the face of false truth is, is to be a liar yourself. 
We are a liar when we don't speak up to what truth and reality is when people are painting a false truth and a false reality. All right. That was my first lesson I learned because um, someone doesn't know how to drive. All right. Lesson number two. This is what I learned this morning. Actually, I didn't learn it. I already knew it. I I can have a short trigger when it comes to uh, uh, issues of of people just being rude. Um, uh, You know, I I need to learn to to not get so angry when injustice takes place. Uh, It was unjust and uncalled for for him to honk at me for driving in my lane just because he was an idiot and didn't necessarily understand that there was two lanes. I, I, I get that. I didn't have to get mad. I could have, I could have like, I could have held two fingers out the window and 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 not been so angry as I was trying to yell through the, the his rolled up window. I, I could have handled it a different way. I still feel like it was my job to educate him that that there was two lanes. But I know in my heart, and I know I'm sure in the expression on my face, um, I was angry. I need to learn to do that without anger. All right. So I learned that lesson. Kind of knew it already. Lesson number three. You know what? I, I, I'm showing Christ um, through my life, especially as a pastor. I, and like I said, this was like I don't know. It was just after you pull out the parking lot of the church. Now this guy was after that, so he didn't know I came from the church. But what if he did? What if he knew I was the pastor of the church, and I've got my two fingers hanging out the window, and I'm yelling, you know, saying, "Learn to drive, you idiot!" Whatever I was saying, I don't know what I was saying. I wasn't cussing, um, but I'm sure I wasn't complimenting. Um, and, and I know this, that as a pastor, I have to be ever mindful of, of how I speak, how I talk, how I'm perceived, what I'm buying in the grocery store, you know, how I parent, everything that I'm doing is being analyzed. And, and, and I'm keenly aware that what I don't want to do is through my actions and through my words and th- through my behaviors um, to give a black eye to Christ. And to give a black eye to the church that um, people are going to not only be judging me, but judging my role as a pastor and honestly judging the church in Christ himself based on my attitudes and behaviors. And I do know that as a pastor, um, I'm held to a higher standard than most in that. Um, And the Bible says that those who are given the responsibility to shepherd us must be given, you know, we'll have to give an account for that. So, you know, I'm going to have to give an account for you know, all the times that I, you know, maybe overact or act like an idiot. Thankfully, it's not too often, um, but but yet I'm not perfect at it, and I understand that. Here's my encouragement to you, the listeners, that I have to give that account as a pastor, but all of us will as Christians. And so um, be aware of how you speak. I mean, you may cuss like a sailor, but you know what? People know you go to church. And, and is that the perception that you want to give, that this is what it means to be a follower of Christ? You know, you praise God with that mouth. Do you want to defile it with all the nasty verbiage that comes out of it or the inappropriate jokes or, you know, what the the movies that we watch, you know, people are aware what movie you go to. They see at the movies and, uh, you know, it's 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 maybe a raunchy movie. Um, And is that the witness you want to give to what it means to be a follower of Christ? Uh, And so what I'm saying this, like how much you drink when you go out or parties you have at your house and you're getting trashed. I mean, we represent Christ. So whether it's when we're driving or when we're 
out for the night or um, how we parent our kids or in our relationships, um, recognize that you are a reflection of Christ and let's not give Christ a black eye and let's not give the church a black eye through, uh, through our behavior. And uh, in, in the fourth lesson that, that I learned, and this wasn't new, so it was just reinforced, and that is uh, people are idiots. People, because their inability to recognize what truth and reality is, for, for them to get angry over things that aren't even reality, uh, people are idiots. But you see, it's not nice for us to say people are idiots. And I just got done saying that part of my role as a pastor is num- you know, point number two, uh, don't get angry so easy. And point number three, you reflect Christ. So because I've gotten to point number four, and that is a reality that I'm sorry, uh, there's just way too many idiots sometimes in this world, um, I probably have to go back and revisit in my own life uh, point number two and point number three. Um, and probably you do as well because uh, for a lot of us, we can be quick to kind of um, uh, get angry and get frustrated with people, maybe judge people. You know what? Rather than feeling like people are idiots, um, sometimes people are ignorant. That's a better way to say it. Uh, people are uninformed. Uh, that might be a better way of saying it. And maybe if we were a little bit more patient in um, in their ignorance and their being uninformed, um, our ability to uh, uh, maybe engage them in conversation and broaden their uh, their perception of reality, we, we would maybe have a better opportunity to do that if we weren't so quick to get angry and, uh, and frustrated and, and judge them. So, hey, listen, life teaches us lessons all the time. Um, and a simple drive, uh, a five-minute five drive from the church to uh, physical therapy this morning, um, and I had my podcast. So uh, I learned some lessons from my morning drive. Um, I hope you learned some lessons from it as well. And as you go through your life and as you experience life, um, try to learn lessons from it as well. Hey, I hope you, uh, hope you have a wonderful, uh, wonderful day, have a wonderful week, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks.